your eyelids <laughs> that's really funny because i feel like i need to and i've asked my mom before and she said like i mean you don't need to right like your eyelid like the actual like eyelid you don't need to but i do you see because i i started trying to because i was like i feel like you should do this but then my eye just gets real irritated yeah and that's why yesterday when we were in a bridge group I was like playing with my eye because it was so moisturized. It literally, my vision was foggy. You guys, like, I literally couldn't see. Um, it was just, yeah, getting in the way. It was super cloudy. Oh, and gosh. that's why I was like playing with my eye. And it was like prayer requests. And our, our leader was just like, Julie, you fine? You good? Like, your eye okay? Yeah, yeah, your eye. Do we need to pray about that? <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that was my yesterday. Mm-hmm. That's the answer to your question. Mm. Um, some other things that arose this week. Uh, let's see. I, I do have a lot. I feel like a lot happened. So just a continuation of the kindness flowing over from last week. Aww. Today, a coworker, I don't know what his intention was, but I feel like I know, you know, I, I was telling him how I was having a hard time at work um, or just like I was having a hard day mm. and just miraculously found a Starboobs gift card and he doesn't drink coffee or tea. So he was like, here, have this. Oh my gosh. And this is okay. Don't be too blown away by what I'm about to say. Actually, it's not, it's not astronomical at all, but, um, I feel like I was focusing on time management a lot. Oh, but now I'm realizing it's not really about that for me in my current state, like where I'm at, it's about prioritizing. Yeah. So, you know, my problem with like overdoing my calendar and literally booking things back to back to back, just to give you guys reference, I had a chiropractor appointment. I hopped in the car at 6.04. I got to my house by 6.22. Class started at 6.30, but I really needed to take a shower because I just felt like if I didn't like wash away the oils, like more pimples, I don't know. So I hopped in the shower and I got ready to enter my Zoom class by 6.32. Oh my god. By six thirty two, an hour class, and then we had bridge group all the while me not having had dinner and I actually didn't have lunch that day either. So then that just got me thinking, like, it's not about time management. It's about mm. prioritizing, like what do I really need? And so I think I need to actively work on that. Oh wow. And then yeah, just a little health update. I got this random rash on my neck. Oh, yeah, your adult eczema. Yeah, and I actually started getting it. Do you kind of see these dots? <gasps> oh, I on got a arm? long one on my arm. And I was like, what the heck? And you guys, I felt really self-conscious because to me, the neck one legit looked like a hickey. Oh, that one looks like a hickey, yeah. Because at one point, it got like really dark. It looked like a hickey to me. We Where get it. it. You like have a boyfriend. All over. <laughs> <laughs> we get it, Hannah. <laughs> we get it. Um, but yeah, and conclusion is I don't think it's eczema. I think it was a, an allergic reaction to my perfume. Oh, which is freaking sad because in my next life, mm. I really like to be a perfumer. 
Oh, yeah. No, I think you would be genuinely good at that. And, like, I'm not saying that just to, like, stroke your ego because I know that you're really into scents and identifying what type of scents that people are into. Yeah. But genuinely, you have a great nose. And you have a cute nose. So now I have a cuterus. <laughs> a cuterus. A nose. Nose. I have a nose. Yeah. So I, you know, it's getting better. Uh, I think yeah, it's from my perfume, and so I haven't worn perfume in in about a week, a week and a half. Oh um, wow. Yeah, I know. First world problems. <laughs> I haven't worn perfume. <laughs> um, and then last thing, this is truly a Julu, like a Julu moment, right? Mm. I was just thinking, like, you know, girls when they PMS, they blow. They be blown, they be like, you know, period pooping and like breaking out and like moody and like, trust me, like I I do experience those things, but a very prevalent symptom that I have is shopping. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody, somebody comment, somebody tell me they can relate. I swear to God, like when it's like period time, like when it's that time of the month, I just find this need to shop. Like shop, 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 shop. Oh shop. my gosh! You know what's so funny is when you actually sent your haul in our group chat, the first thought that came to my mind was, "Is she stressed? Is she okay?" Because <laughs> I I do do that. Oh wow! Like immensely, it just skyrockets. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, um, I know that you know you, you're on your happy train and all that, but I want to take <laughs> you on this roller coaster of. Oh, roller coaster of emotions I've been <laughs> feeling. <laughs> because, yeah, I'm going to be starting my period in about a week. And that's always the time that it's like, yo, it's bad. I feel so bad for my family. I always send like a warning text. And I'm like, PSA, I'm going to start my period soon. So just watch out. And this period particularly is making me feel chokum. Shraggy. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. It it honestly feels like trash because Wednesday, I caught up with, like, a couple people from church. We also, like, I FaceTimed another group of people. I talked to my boyfriend, and I was like, oh, my God, I love life. (laughs) Like, I love everyone around me. And then all day today, I was like, wow. I really just want to stay in bed and cry and for no reason. So, yeah. but another reason that I want to cry is because this episode is so grossly cute. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I was going to say without further ado, and that's like, bleh, because that's, you guys, I don't know, something's wrong with me. I'm too, like, I've spent too much time at work. Without further ado, let's get on with this episode. Nice. Cool cat. How are you guys' weeks, though? How you guys been? Busy good mm-hmm. yeah the yeah. last time we zoomed um you guys were uh, amidst a fight <laughs> oh, like a like a couple days worth of fighting oh. a couple days i think to be exact you said it it was a humbling moment yeah because they were like though? oh yeah conflict resolution no when just, we yeah when you asked us what we wanted to do for the podcast or like what topics the first thing that came to both of our heads separately was literally like conflict resolution mm-hmm. yeah yeah. Oh, uh, that's, that mm. telepathy. Okay. <laughs> that telepathy. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and then by the time we like finally scheduled our Zoom to like talk about it, we were 
practicing the conflict part. Yeah, they were, yeah, they were <laughs> just the all stars. Yeah, mm-hmm. and practicing for oh, us for okay. this. Mm-hmm. Really putting our blood, sweat, and tears into <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that's some method acting right mm-hmm. there. Okay. <laughs> On the podcast today, we have Shin and Sar. Um, they are our good friends. We were friends. I was Shanae was one of my first friends, like fourth grade. I was hiding behind my mom the first day of school. You didn't have friends before fourth grade. <laughs> I had moved. Yeah, it was oh, our first day out from school. <laughs> I was being introduced to people for the first time in fourth grade. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, and I mean, what was your like first? I guess like impression of me. I didn't know you could speak English because you were so quiet. Yeah, she was was so quiet. I was literally like, can you speak English? And you were like, yes. (laughs) And she had a Hannah Montana shirt. Yeah. And a Hannah Montana shirt. Yellow. Because you're Hannah. Because my name is Hannah, you know. I remember. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, And then Shanae and Sar, like, can you guys tell us just a little bit about your relationship? Wait, what about me? (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? We met at Nunnopi. Yeah. Yeah. But we weren't like friends. You were a bully back then. Yes. Everybody (laughs) knows. Everybody already knows. Yeah. And then I like reconnected with her in like eighth grade because Hannah invited me to church. And in eighth grade? Yeah. I think like eighth grade ish. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, this from what I remember, this bully, <laughs> right? She she was like awarded like Little Miss Sunshine or something. And I was like, what? what? <laughs> Julie Jung? Is that the same Julie Jung? But she was so nice and oh bubbly. Oh my gosh. And, like, completely. Put bubbly. me on the spot anymore. God. <laughs> God. Um, An evolution though. Now that we have covered the side <laughs> character story, you know, you always need a little bit of background. Can you guys just tell us a little bit about your guys' relationship, how you guys met, first impression, all of that? So I was on Hinge on and off for like two years. Yeah. And then you like when you're on apps, I feel like you go through phases and you're like super active for a while and then mm-hmm. you go on a bunch of dates and then you get burned out and you're like, okay, I need a break. <laughs> so I was like in a super active phase, but after like a month of going on dates with different people i was like starting to get worn out and i'd set up a date with her but because she lived far away it wasn't actually till like two weeks later so like when i set it up i was like still like happy happy about it and then by the time it was coming around i was like okay this is the last one and then i'm gonna take a break for a while she got into a car crash on the way way. to the date i am not surprised at all okay (laughs) i am not surprised dude i have been in some accidents with shanae how many three i think oh yeah maybe three yeah really but um i used to get in a lot of little mini car crashes (laughs) (laughs) little like minor car accident things and like julie was always in the car i literally can't count how many i've been in but julie was in there with three so it was k-town when i backed up into the guy that was that was that was a wtf (laughs) moment homecoming court and we were already running late. Like, we were coming back from somewhere. And you were like, oh, to my mom, like, oh, I'll take Julie. And it's literally like a two-minute drive. Yeah, right? like, no, like, literally <laughs> two minutes. Yeah. Like, I live right next to our high school. Like, honestly, you could walk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, for but sure, But because sure. she was running late, so. Oh. And she was, like, wearing heels and a dress. Like, and we're not going to The walk. long dress. Yeah. yeah. And uh, in the two minutes. Wow. Yeah. So she got rear-ended on her way to our first date. And that- how did your first date go? It was good. It was like, it, it ended was, up being like five hours. 
it ended well yeah it ended did not start off so hot yeah i mean i got in a car accident and then and then dinner at the first place where where we were where we were eating dinner it was like dimly lit Mm -hmm. yeah it was dimly lit and then like halfway through dinner she's just like what are you looking at (laughs) and i was like sitting there and i'm like what do you mean i'm i'm looking at at you because there was a basketball game going on on the back of the tv but i was making sure not to look at it i was not looking at the team too yeah but But i was not watching i was literally like looking at her like staring at her eyes and she was just like what do you keep looking at i was like you she was like no you keep like looking off like somewhere over here and yeah because i felt like a little self-conscious because i didn't have time to shower so I, my hair was like a little oily right <laughs> like a little oily and it she looked says like she doesn't she, was ha- looking- she didn't have time to shower but that really means she didn't have time to shower in the last like three days because that's how <laughs> long she goes oh, yeah then, so but, so then okay imagine like where you, when you're in a date and someone keeps looking at you like that oh yeah yeah i would get okay. self-conscious too but you know what's worse than that is finding out that you maybe have a lazy eye and nobody's ever I told you for 24 I, years yeah. of your life. I straight up thought he had a lazy eye. I like didn't. <laughs> she was like, do both of your eyes work normally? No, didn't say that. But, but I was like, I was like, yeah, of course. Like, I'm sure somebody would have mentioned it to me if my eyes didn't work. Right. Yeah. But then she made me question everything. And then we like, she, I was like, okay, th- there's clearly nothing wrong with my eyes right so for the rest of the date like after that we went to get ice cream and then we went um somewhere else after that and then i was just like looking this Away. way yeah he wouldn't there. look at me I was, like, I was like looking over there looking over here just like not trying to make her uncomfortable yeah i feel like at the end of it i like thought it went really well like we connected and i feel like i learned a lot about her and i really liked that but i was like a little worried i was like what if she doesn't want to go on another date with me because I have a lazy eye? Maybe, <laughs> like straight up, I was worried about this. No, I liked it. She yeah. likes your the lazy eye. Yeah. yeah. No, at the end of the date, I was like, I want a second date. Yeah. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. I hadn't really felt before. Also, I was on the app for like a week, two weeks. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So you guys were just like exclusively dating and had established that early on. Yeah, I was. I wasn't like talking to anybody when I went on the date with her. I was like this is over it yeah so she can't say the same but i can yeah i was still talking to a little bit of people in the beginning i remember a little bit yeah a little my dad actually was like hey like do your like due diligence like do what you wanted to do don't just like stick to this guy (laughs) oh right i told her to do the same thing yeah he did he was like are you going on more dates go on more keep going yeah he was like wow okay well can i say the really cocky thing you said let's go do it do it yeah he was like i've been on the apps for two years and i'm pretty confident in like what this is right like he was just like i don't it's gonna be really hard finding something like this i think that's what you said Uh yeah and so he was like so go ahead go ahead go on more dates and i was like okay i will wow i love that confidence yeah Cause I don't think that's like necessarily cocky. That's like literally you speaking from experience because yeah, I was on the apps for like on and off for like two years and shit's rough out there. Um, <laughs> it is. Yeah. yeah. And so with that experience, I think it's really great that you like, you kind of knew like, Oh, this is, this Different. is something. Yeah. You got the yeah. vibes. You got the vibes. You got yeah. the vibes. So what would you say? Like, 
are some things that you guys are on the same page about? I think priorities, like our prioritization of like what's important is pretty similar mm. in that it's like people and then everything else. Mm. Oh, wow. Mm. But then there's like differences too. So one think, thing yeah, that came up, ones. yeah, yeah. Uh, there, there's a lot, but there's some things that came up early on. For example, early on, we got into this hypothetical conversation about like if somebody killed somebody else like mm. are they at fault like is it their fault and i was like well yeah they killed somebody else like sure it could be like involuntary or voluntary but it was like still like bad or like it was their fault for killing them and she would be like well it depends mm. and i think that was like an example of sort of that like me being like black and white and her being well it always depends so it's like more in the gray helped me look at situations in a different light um mm, yeah so i think like while my default is still to like resort to like well it's pretty clear-cut usually but i'll be like it's clear-cut but there's like more variability or like there's more um more to account for than i would have necessarily been before kind of along those lines of like shanae you making star like realize something about yourself i think that's something that my boyfriend has made me realize is like i feel like i've always kind of been creative but not like hard skill um like i can work on photoshop i can do graphic design type of creative and so i've always felt kind of like insecure about it like i wouldn't like really like delve into it like i mean shanae you know i would always copy your art at your fingertips <laughs> projects um like <laughs> i just needed a little bit of inspo yeah. <laughs> she's the original pinterest board she always came over to like we would sit far and she always came over and be like oh you put the red here like yeah um but yeah i think like he's made me realize like how creative i am like he like he'll point out like oh yeah you have this podcast and then think about like all of the things that like kind of go into this podcast um like from the social media to the editing and whatnot and so yeah i think that that's something that i've realized yeah well mine was actually along the same lines of what you were saying about um becoming more open-minded i was never i don't think i was ever close-minded but in my in my current relationship it just made me realize more wow i'm really open-minded because everything <laughs> he would say everything he would say i go mm, right and i think he not that he took offense to it but because my reaction would be so minimal because so i brought it up to hannah right i was like yeah so he was like can you give me a little more? Because he would say something kind of bold and I'd just be like, hmm. <laughs> but Hannah knew exactly what that hmm was. It's like truly me processing this Taking, perspective yeah. that I've never thought about. And it makes sense to me. Like, it's just like I, what I was going to say um, was recently that like, we were also talking about how, you know, just even the past year, like meeting people, being in different situations, it's made me, be less opinionated because i do feel like so many situations it's like mm, it depends mm. it, it really depends mm. and so i love that yeah it was just really funny because i think he thought i didn't care about what he was saying but it completely wasn't it was um oh wow i'm actually really open-minded to hearing all these different perspectives mm. because their walks of life have been so different from mine and so it's just like how you came yeah. to that conclusion is just like so different from how i would have came to that conclusion or never have gotten to that conclusion so yeah for sure that's what i've yeah. realized recently yeah. yeah i love that i mean i don't know like psych major i feel like 
makes you always go towards that instead of like someone telling you some statement and then you have an opinion right away it's always tell me more you know mm. so i love that mm. yeah and i think for me it was like i've more or less always been surrounded by stem and so that's like a little bit of an echo chamber in certain respects with certain ways of thinking and certain um i don't know i don't know ideologies and things like that so i think dating you has opened my mind opened my horizons to a lot more not that she's not stem but like she's been exposed to more non-stem than i have mm-hmm. if that makes sense i'm very not stem <laughs> but um yeah for me i think that m- meeting him and his friends right it's like a completely new group and so you can kind of be who you want to be rather than like who you're known as and who you are oh, right whoa, so yeah. i feel like um i was going through a breakup and i just got went to ucla i was like going through a lot of new things and i just wanted to be this like warm like person and because i think the past few years before that i was like really just burnt out and tired and just kind of cold and so when i met him he always talked about how warm i am right like you're Mm. such a warm person like oh my god are you kidding i didn't even think i was like that warm right like yeah i'm like personable and friendly but you're like oh he's she's so warm like you're so warm and so like i think he made me realize i am warm and i can be warm which i didn't think i even could be at one point Mm. but yeah (laughs) oh that is cute that's hella cute, that dude. Cute. My heart is warm right now. Oh, <laughs> oh I'm glad I wore foundation. I'm probably red right now. <laughs> oh. Did you know that? Um, she'd mentioned it a little bit. I think before that, before I said that, she she knew that she could be warm, but only to Zoo, her dog. <laughs> but it was like different now that she was like, it was different now that she was directing it to to people mm. in addition to zoo yeah um, you know so we're talking about how great shin is and how warm she is <laughs> and lovely yeah. um so to turn the tables just a little bit um the not so pretty kind of the the lows of relationship which i feel like relationships like not that there have to be lows but you only know a high when there is a low mm. um and we're talking we're here to talk about conflict and resolution let's start off with start off with a nice like jab you know what i mean like a one what is the most memorable fight that you guys have had oh that one's like a good good little bicker that was like the first time i screamed at you if we're talking Ooh. about the yeah. same one <laughs> <laughs> but that was only a good little bicker it was, it was only a good little bicker yeah we had company at home so we only had like the car ride to like get it out because we had to like go host you know this is kind of tangent not really but you know what the scariest is is when you do have company and your korean mom is like like we'll take it like we'll we'll see when we get home oh she says that (laughs) dude that's the scariest shit ever i used to do that with my ex and so he would not want to oh my god what the heck (laughs) i'm he would say something like inappropriate or something i'd be like and he knew (laughs) (laughs) so sometimes we got in the car and then he'd be like Oh my god. And then then they come and they're like, oh hello. And I'm like, oh my god. (laughs) That's Uh, funny. It's just really stupid 
but um we had friends over who came from like norcal and there was like this group chat that i had just gotten added to so i was like catching up and they were they were asking about towels right yeah it was like I wanted her to read the group chat because I thought it was like kind of funny because I was like, did you bring towels? And then I was just I was hoping somebody did because we didn't then we don't have to do laundry. And I thought that was kind of funny because like here I was like asking them to bring towels from NorCal just uh-huh. so we wouldn't have to do laundry for a little bit longer. <laughs> and then she was like, why do they need towels? And I was like, and we were already a little bit on edge. And I was like really confused how I should answer that question without sounding like Sorry. snarky. Yeah. So, because in my head, I was like, well, like to shower. Like, that's why people need towels. But I was like, that doesn't sound like the right thing to say in this moment. So I was like, oh, well, I was just asked, well, just keep reading. Just keep reading. And she was like, I did. Like, why did you ask if they have, if they're bringing towels? Like, why do they need towels? And I was like, well, to see if we needed to do laundry or not. Like that, that was the funny part at the end. Mm-hmm. She was like, yeah, but why? Wait, that's so <laughs> Why do you need do? why why do they need towels and then i was just like so taken aback i was like i don't know how to answer this question because i've already answered it i like said and i think he said like to shower well i said that at the end after like it escalated she was like yelling at me and then i was like i don't even remember exactly all the things you said or like what you yelled about but she was just very upset that i was like not being not direct not answering her question but i was answering her question i she said why did why did you ask if they need towels and I was like, to figure out if we need laundry or not. But what she was trying to ask is, what do they need towels for? Which is a different question than what she was asking. <laughs> oh, okay. my God. Oh, so my then, God. Let me tell you, this is one of the reasons we fight a lot, too. He gets caught up in the technicality. Let me just say, I would have went off on you, too, if we were in that situation. <laughs> the, the question was, why, why? why are you asking was... if they need towels? And I answered, to determine whether or not we need to do laundry, no, which is the answer to that question. you already knew in your head I didn't to know. shower. That you already knew. Well, I did, shower. but I thought that was so obvious that that would be received very poorly mm. if somebody was like, because clearly that is what a towel is for. <laughs> very clearly. Like, so I didn't think that she was asking like, what is, what is the purpose of a towel? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> it was because like we decided we're not gonna go to the beach but then they're talking about towels and so i was like are we gonna go but then after we like sort of resolved it i was like you know like i thought this would be really snarky in the moment but when you kept asking i was just like to shower like why else does somebody need a towel she was like oh my goodness if you had just said that not mm-hmm. with the attitude but if you had just said that in the beginning then this whole thing would not have happened and i was like mm, okay. i agree <laughs> okay oh yeah so i know that both of you are in pretty new relationships mm-hmm. like i haven't even met them yet have you guys fought yet my answer is no we had a discussion mm. um a like heated mm. Not he did at all. Oh, it was okay. so calm. calm. Mm-hmm. It was so calm, so tame. Yeah, it was just basically a discussion. Um, and like I had just like told him he said something, and I told him like, oh, like what do you mean by that? Like I was just trying to gather more information because I like wanted to know the reasoning behind like what he was saying, right? And he was like, immediately like, oh my gosh, like I'm so sorry. I didn't realize like how like that could be interpreted badly next time mm. i'll word it differently that's amazing um mm. and then we also like he is also in like the 
like therapy mental health profession and so he was like okay why don't we add a few things to like our like foundational values um (laughs) (laughs) and so it was like reassurance um that's so great commitment and one more other thing i can't Mm. remember but yeah Yeah. i have it written down somewhere so yeah no fighting just yet but i am i think i'm kind of like you in this way like i'm kind of um i'm not gonna use the words looking forward to (laughs) (laughs) but i am curious as to how our first like either heated discussion or like fight is going to go Mm. um because i think it's just very like telling about a person Mm. yeah that's exactly how i feel too we haven't we haven't argued or fought or bickered i don't think he knows i was annoyed like a little bit like there was this one day we were having dinner and i just found myself saying oh i already told you this but and then explain it i already like i told you this like yesterday Mm. or i told you this last week so i was getting annoyed but um but you know you hear people that? are busy people are busy you could forget whatever i'll just repeat myself that's fine um so <laughs> that was that was like that was how, as far as that went but did you yeah. tell him um yeah well i i brought up i was like oh i'm kind of saying that a lot aren't i mm-hmm. um <laughs> and, and so i was like mm. so, but i was just kind of like i'm gonna say it anyways I'll, let's just say it like mm. let's not add that like i'm gonna say it anyways also just curious not so much looking forward to how we both reconcile or go go through like high intensities Mm. of emotion i guess that's what i kind of am curious about but we okay this is as nerdy as it gets and this is it okay um we're just like so on the same wavelength Mm. in terms of uh that's as nerdy as it gets well so i'm gonna explain that it's we call it the de broglie wavelength because it gets a little nerdier yeah 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 um so and i don't want to go into why we started talking about de broglie wavelength but we're we'll just both look at each other and sometimes be like oh yeah like we're on the same de broglie wavelength because so many things it just kind of aligns Mm. um even in the smallest things were so similar that I hope we don't fight anytime soon. Mm. Um, I suddenly don't want to meet him. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just so, kidding. Yeah, yeah, and you guys are actually so similar to the point where my boyfriend met Julie and her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> at the end, we're like walking back to the cars, right? They're a bit a- ahead of us, so they can't like hear us talking. And he goes, oh, like so-and-so, like he's really nice, blah, blah, blah. You know... I think they could be siblings. <laughs> I go, I go, huh? And he goes, in, in a, a good, good way. way. Oh my God. <laughs> I was like, siblings in a good way. <laughs> That's so funny. Because you know what's so funny? I was listening to like a couples therapist podcast thing the other day. And they were literally saying like, no one wants to date themselves, but you would. <laughs> Wait, you. we talked about this. Um, would I? <laughs> I don't know. I? Yo, I'm trying to reach that level of self-love. <laughs> I really want to meet him. Um, we are pretty similar. We are pretty, we are really similar, actually. In a good way. In a good way. Yeah. We're on yeah. the same de Broglie yeah. wavelength. Exactly, all. exactly. So yeah, like, I assume that like through the course of dating, there are like, 
fights and then like reoccurring fights is that is that an accurate Assumption? I said that to my boss today. You said accurate. I was like, "That's accurate." <laughs> <laughs> is that even a thing? It's in the Gloria glossary. Oh, yeah. She just accurate. adds R to every single she word. Does. Nasty. Um, and so yeah, would you guys, would you guys say that like you always fight about the same types of things, or like you'll fight about something and then kind of like dig deeper and then realize like, oh, we're still fighting about the same thing. Oh, kind of. There's like themes to our recurring fights. Mm-hmm. One is has to do with the timing of bodily functions, but like I don't know what she's talking about. <laughs> I was so confused. First, I was like, "What? Like what I really timing of bodily functions? <laughs> <laughs> it's our period." Yeah, like every five to six weeks, <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> my, my cycle's longer, mm-hmm. but every five to I'm six so weeks. <laughs> yeah we do fight um but are the the themes i think are one of the main ones is like about risk tolerance Mm -hmm. yeah just he has a lower lower t no low t i like on road trips and stuff like i with my family i was in africa like you know no one wears a seatbelt, and even in my big family vans we would take out like all the seats and it's literally just like a bed and we're all like lying down on our phones watching movies like just rolling around you're literally <laughs> rolling around right that's so unsafe yeah and when why would you do that <laughs> and then when we're on road trips and i'm in the passenger seat and i'm like i'm and i'm talking to him my neck gets like tired of like looking this way the whole time so then what i think i used to do is i would like switch like this Mm-hmm. And then I could talk to him this way, and then my neck has a break, right? So then, yeah, I don't wear my seatbelt, yeah. and it's just like... And her head is closer to the windshield. Yeah, so this far. as in your body is leaning on the dash. The dash, the dash. yeah. Like yeah. If the an dash. airbag goes off, or the yeah. windshield, like... To be fair, he's gotten in a big accident before, Aww. so, yeah, I know, like, why. And it's out of concern for me. Mm. So we just resort to the safety yeah mm. what about you sure. jj have you like i know you haven't fought with like your right now boyfriend but like with your exes um, yeah i think um yeah this i definitely do have a recurring issue and it, it's me um because even my parents will bring it up to me i think um i think my voice has gotten lighter over the years i think when i was younger it used to be really deep uh, back when you bullied people yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> it was yeah it was definitely part of the persona you know what i mean the bully <laughs> persona to have a deep voice mm-hmm. um but anyways it used to be a lot huskier a lot raspier and i think sometimes when i want to deliver something i feel like it can be taken in a in, in negative light mm-hmm. you know like i obviously mean well like the tone of could, your voice you mean or, or see, I would only be focusing on what I'm saying, but I think my tone affects the delivery. Like delivery, mm-hmm. I see. Yeah, the delivery, and so that's come up a lot for us too. Or like, tone, just like the way that mm-hmm. I say things, I think I've learned has a strong impact. I mean, it totally makes sense. Right. Like even if the content or like the message, it could be delivered in a much different way, and then it would be taken in a much different way. So being conscientious yeah. of how you're delivering is something that I think is very useful not just like in relationships Mm -hmm. like with significant others but just in like 
work relationships, friend relationships, just yeah. interactions in general. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, definitely. And I've got to this point where I like, let's just say it's usually around the time of the month, like I'll get upset with my parents and it's like, whoa, why did I just do that? And I think, you know, in my previous relationship that was brought up, but it was also an issue because we'd fight about something and then in the fight, because my tone would be um, a certain way, a certain way, and then we're fighting about that. And then in the oh. end, it's like, I always lose because then that's what we're fighting about is my tone. Mm. When in the beginning, we weren't even fighting about that. Mm. Right. And so I feel like for me, like our fights were truly cyclical. Like every mm. fight oh. was the same. I mean, it was about something different, but it was the it cycle it went through it. was the same. It always ended up with. Uh, sometimes the shit you say like blah 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 but it's like we, we're not even fighting about that mm-hmm. like right. maybe i wouldn't even have said that if you didn't like get so offended by whatever that you shouldn't even have like have gotten yeah, yeah, offended yeah. by and it's just this whole it, it was literally so cyclical i feel like mm. so tiring yeah so yeah. just right now you spoke a little bit about like in the end of a fight i would always lose mm-hmm. can you like explain like your mindset of like fighting like do you think that there's a winner and a loser oh (laughs) it also depends on who you're fighting with Mm. i think when i fight with my sister (laughs) like whoever cries first is the winner (laughs) you know what i mean whoever cries the loser winner no it's the winner the crier is the winner why the other person's like oh Oh, okay she's crying and so it's like oh like sorry you know it's like the pity the pity apology um so it's like that with my sister Mm. um yeah (laughs) uh winner and a loser it's the same rule applies whoever cries first (laughs) (laughs) uh like we had mentioned you know different types of people bring out different versions of yourself Mm -hmm. and in in one of my relationships um i i don't i've never thought of myself as a stubborn person i think i can be but knowing that i'm open-minded you know i'm very like fluid in that Mm -hmm. but i with this one person i hated letting him win because i knew for him it was a win or lose situation Mm. oh wow like if, if i gave in me giving him an inch was like giving him a mile, like Mm-mm-mm. just oh. giving him yeah, the yeah, pass yeah, for like yeah. everything. Mm. And so it was like, I needed, I needed to make a point. Like, yeah. no, like, no, I'm not just giving this mm. to you, like for the sake of wrapping up the situation. Mm. And so I definitely like c- certain fights definitely n- didn't need to be as long as they were, but because I was not trying to give in. Cause I knew if I gave in, mm. he would, I, for lack of a better word, let's use advantage, would take advantage yeah. of it. Mm. Um, yeah 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 so it it depends it depends interesting okay okay (laughs) always ends with it depends Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, definitely (laughs) winner loser i would like to think and i do think we've talked about this is Mm. that it's like us versus conflict yes cliche yes yeah it takes one of us to sort of like take a step back and look at almost like regroup a little bit Mm. um because when and it changes who that person is yeah when you're fighting it's so easy to be like 1v1 kind of thing it's um or like get caught up in the details and not yeah look at like and bigger picture i think most conflicts i'm gonna go out on a legend i think almost all conflicts not just between us but with people is like is because you don't feel if you don't feel cared for 
like if you don't feel like the person cares for you in that moment and they just want to be right or have some underlying motive or whatever you're never really gonna come to a resolution you know yeah and so that is why delivery is so important because it's almost not almost but like content Mm -hmm. is like secondary you know to how you make the person feel yeah yeah and then i think once we regroup and reestablish, like okay like it's us versus this like how do we get through this like seriously how can we get through this where both people are happy or you know and feel like respected and cared for um we get there way faster yeah yeah Mm. i can't tell you how many fights have lasted as long as they have because i just don't want to cry you know (laughs) because when i feel like vulnerable like right and for me crying is like a whole it's like a three-day thing because when i cry i'm swollen for three days right oh oh uh so i'm thinking like okay yeah and then she talks about that yeah and so for three days it's a commitment i'm like okay if i let myself cry right now i have to deal with it for the next three days so i try really hard not to cry Mm. but because like when you start talking about feelings then it just comes out you know yeah yeah Yeah. but then (laughs) by trying really hard sometimes it's like colder or like more like stand your ground Mm -hmm. rather than like talk about how you feel in certain situations maybe but then i feel like we have gotten like better at getting faster right instead of like building it up i'm just like I just feel like <laughs> you don't care about me right now. And they'd be like, of course I care. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I do think like recently I've been just like self learning a lot about like validating other mm. people um, mm-hmm. rather than being like, you know, if someone is like, oh, like I'm going through this shitty thing. And if I'm just like, oh, but everyone's going through like shitty things, mm-hmm. I don't think like it necessarily matters and i Mm. felt like i've always felt like that like when people are trying to comfort me and they're like oh but everyone feels like that i'm like okay (laughs) (laughs) so what Mm. i feel like this um and so i have been learning a lot about like validating other people's Mm. emotions and like feelings um because i thought it was like really really interesting i saw a video and i actually texted shanae about it and it was saying that like when there's like conflict a lot of times there doesn't really need to be a resolution Mm. you just need to feel like you're being heard yeah and so i think Mm. after learning that i've like just learned like the importance of like listening and being present and being like oh okay like yeah like thank you for sharing Mm. whatever it is so yeah i will say i think one of our points of contention i think i'm more like that Because if I don't feel like I'm being heard, then I get really frustrated. And all I want to do is feel like I'm being heard. But for him, he's a very solution-oriented person. Yeah. And so he actually wants, like, a resolution. And I get kind of annoyed sometimes. So sometimes, like, when we're fighting, he'll ask, like, what did I say? I'm like, it doesn't matter. It's how I felt, right? And it's like, no, I want to know because I don't want to say it again. Like, Like, I don't want to do the same thing again. So I want, like, a a resolution in the sense of like well how can we avoid this in the future if i don't have the information to know like what i did that made you feel that way then i'm not going to be able to avoid it like we're just setting ourselves up to have the same thing happen again later yeah but um yeah yeah. i feel like because we know this about each other after a couple times now though we've we've adjusted 
yeah for sure like being more accommodating like okay i need to be attentive of like making sure that she feels heard like first and foremost like that's like the number one thing Mm -hmm. and then after that usually we'll get to like okay like how can we avoid having that happen again or like what can we do what like concrete steps can we do or what can i be more mindful of make it sound like it's always my fault (laughs) (laughs) it usually is no but no but same yeah yeah this way too yeah yeah no i that's exactly how i feel actually or felt about like not giving in it's because i want i wanted the other person to really understand how it made me feel Mm. like like do you really get it do you really understand Mm. the level of hurt i felt when you did this but for that person it was just like which is weird because i am problem solution but he was very problem solution like about it just like all right like let's just move on but it's like well, it's going to happen again and again if you don't understand the consequences of like the fight or we weren't on the same wavelength, essentially, (laughs) essentially. Um, It's interesting. I feel like a lot of my friends, like one will be the, let's get over it now. Like I want to talk about it and resolve the situation now. And then they're, I I think I'm actually more of a, um, let me reflect. Mm. let me like soak in the situation because maybe there are faults of mine that i'm not realizing now that if you just give me a couple hours when i try to put myself in your shoe maybe i'll maybe it'll come to me Mm. just not now but if that if your partner's like no i want to get over it now 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 now," it's like it just like puts more oil on the fire and just this it's just i'm just this angry angry bird (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that's all i can think of i'm just an angry person mm-hmm. you know i like in terms of like oh i want to resolve this now like what are you guys like i, mean, I don't like leaving things unresolved so i think i prefer like talking through things after they've happened or at the very least like establishing a time where we will talk about things mm. but i think for her sometimes it feels like she would just be okay never talking about it ever yeah sometimes i am but Mm -hmm. then i'm then i'm just like okay but then what's the solution like how do we avoid this again i'm like still not feeling great because i either did something it's usually always i did something right so like (laughs) so like i did something so like how do we make that not happen again Mm -hmm. but if you don't tell me what i did or like exactly Mm -hmm. what happened then Mm -hmm. how can we get to that point you know so i q q the the uncommunicated oh uncommunicated <laughs> expectations or premeditated disappointments mm. or resentments yeah yeah that makes sense yeah i would actually say that i agree with you and if i feel like there's no solution it it feels like uneasy like it doesn't sit well with mm. me and so like there was one conversation where like um my sister and i had gotten into it and it was kind of like, okay, we're heated. I get over it. But then it was still bugging me because it wasn't like an easy fix like type of solution. Um, it was like something really, really like, it was a lot deeper. And so I had brought mm. it up later that night and she had made a comment saying like, you see, this is why I don't like like talking to you or like bringing things up because there's never an end. Mm. And so I thought that that, like, I think that really just changed my perspective on like, maybe it's something like at least for me like within myself that i just need to like be okay with like 
I need to have closure on my own and say like, okay, like this is where she's at. Maybe she doesn't want to speak about it. Mm. So. Yeah, I feel like I'm working on that a little bit because sometimes after we've like not talked about something, she'll Mm. be like, and then I I will like inevitably try and bring it up again. And then that's like a whole dangerous game in and of itself. But (laughs) like when we do get into it, sometimes she'll be like, well, why can't you just like let it go? Like I let Mm. or I like processed it on my own or whatever Mm. and I got to a point where I'm good why can't you do that Mm. and then that's always hard to answer because it's like well I was like in this state because of like the way that we left things and then she'll like do something on her own or whatever and then get to a point where she's like good but I'm not there okay oh for that kind of situation I will say I think it's because those conflicts or whatever that situation was I was upset right like he wasn't I was upset and then you got upset that I was upset but then I get over it by myself and then he's still like left upset so I'm just like okay but yeah (laughs) you know what I mean oh yeah I think I kind of do this like pendulum thing or I think that this is why a long time ago I was in a place where I felt like so bottled up right and like nothing got resolved that i pendulum to okay let's get to the root of everything right and then i realized that is not the way so i'm like somewhere like here now you know to middle yeah and i think he is still kind of on more on this end and so that's why yeah talking about like sort of like trying to find a solution or a resolution um there was this super reputable source mm. that i was informed by from tiktok where mm. they mm. they were like talking about like relationship advice or whatever i don't know i don't know why that comes up on my feed anyways but it was just saying that like next time that you're in a <laughs> next time you're in like a conflict or something maybe try approaching it by saying like to the other person like do you want to is this like something that you just want me to like I'm doing, I'm butchering this, but like, no, do you want to, does that. do you want to what like come to, to, do you want me to like, listen, do you want me to like come to like just understanding or do you want us to like find a solution? Do you want to find some sort of, um, solution to whatever this is? Wow. And Congratulations, Hannah. You're on, you're, you're above and beyond <laughs> stars for you, Paige. Well, no, that's Congratulations. just, that's just, um, thanks to my therapist, mm. <laughs> like kind of asking for people's needs because mm. sometimes people don't know how to so for I, oh i will say something that we have come to do and i love whenever you feel like there's like a natural end to a situation a conversation um we like stamp it with positive right yeah that's so cute and so like even an experience like we'll like really how what would you say? Like stamp it with your lips? No. <laughs> <laughs> what? No. no there's, there's, it's like book? something that she she brought up. Actually, it's just like imprinting like the memories. So when when you've like had some sort of experience or you've like gone on a trip or had whatever did something, um, the way you remember that can is highly dependent on like how you sort of like stamp it for lack of like a better word. <laughs> yeah. so you like have to actively kind of think of this as like oh this was like a really good trip even if there was something that like didn't 
go well on the trip. So instead of thinking mm. of like, oh, this is like something that went wrong, you think of like all the things that went right. And then that's that's your memory of that trip. So one thing that we do do after like a heated argument or something, it's like, I'm really glad we did this or had this um, because I feel like I learned this about you or this about me, what mm-hmm. I need to work on and stuff. And I think that's like, and we've gotten like into the practice of doing that pretty just naturally because we're both pretty like reflective i think some things that you can't bring up during a fight after the fight is kind of funny yeah like you think of it during the fight you're like this is definitely not okay to say now but it's kind of funny (laughs) and then you just like wait till it's like okay and then you're like don't be mad but i thought of this like it's kind of bad but it's funny (laughs) and then she'll be like okay i'm in a mindset where i can receive it or i'll be Mm, like that okay yeah yeah, i will Mm. i literally say that i'm like I, I can laugh right now. Yeah. yeah. And then so. I'd say it. She'd be like, yeah, I would have. Chugula. If he said that like a minute ago, yeah. it would have been bad, you know, but. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love that so much. Um, Cause I do think like I'm big on being present and whatnot, but sometimes. Okay. Honestly, I'm a very forgetful person. All the memories in my <laughs> head have just blended together at this point. Mm. And so I feel like consciously like taking moments to like reflect and be like, Oh, this is what I like. This is what I learned. This is what I got out of something. Like I'm going to start using that. Maybe it'll reverse the early onset. Alzheimer's. <laughs> yeah. And I will say you can't take every negative and turn it into a positive. So I learned in one of my side classes, Making a negative situation neutral is good enough. So mm. for someone like me who has yet to fight, because honestly, I really dislike like any sort of conflict. Like if there's weird tension in the air, like I either run, like I shut <laughs> it down or I just cry excessively about it. So do you guys have any like tips for like how you guys resolve conflict? One of the most telling things about how long a relationship will last is actually how people resolve conflict, which makes sense, right? Everyone's going to fight. And so how you fight is very telling of whether it's going to last or not. So it's like, I think it's really good to keep in mind when entering a new relationship or just whatever. Um, but yeah, there's like the psychologist, Dr. John Gottman, and he's in charge of the Gottman Institute and their whole thing is about relationships and marriage. Right. And I don't know if you guys have heard of this. I know this like to my core because I've just heard it so many times. Um, but he has like an accuracy of 94% of looking at a couple fight for 10 minutes and he can tell with 94% accuracy whether they're going to, like, divorce or not. Oh, Which is, like, that's an insane statistic in yeah. psych. Right? Um, and one of the things that they came up with, the Gottman Institute, is uh, the four horsemen of mm. relationships. Criticism, contempt, defensiveness, and stonewalling. This is for couples. Like, this is for romantic relationships. Mm. And baseline, it's you guys like each other you guys are friends like you know Mm -hmm. and i know that sounds um obvious but there are some couples who are like very disinterested in each other after a long time you know whatever and they did say that for the experts or sorry they called them the masters because they looked at all these people in relationships and they wanted to see like 
what makes a relationship work and how do you keep your satisfaction happy and like high all this stuff and so they found that for every one negative interaction right so like criticism contempt defensiveness or stonewalling there were like five positive ones there are antidotes to the four too Mm -hmm. which is i think really important so criticism is verbally attacking Mm -hmm. someone um you're so ugly i'm so small why do you do things like that yeah i think um (laughs) wait okay this is sorry small story you know sometimes you say those words like oh you suck like and i made that into a positive for me s is sweet you is you is uber beautiful c is clever and k is kind so i receive that a lot actually the you suck and so the antidote to that is a gentle startup there's like a whole pdf you guys should check it out honestly mm-hmm. yeah um but a gentle startup is talk about your feelings using i, I statements mm-hmm. i statements mm-hmm. and then express a positive need which is what can that person do to make you look at them in a better light so like i feel annoyed when the apartment is super dirty can you please do the dishes right and mm-hmm. so don't state what you don't need right don't state any unnecessary negatives like the laundry's always on the floor yeah. why can't you put it in the basket the exactly. bed's never made mm. mm-hmm. that's criticism mm. right yeah wow. and mm. it feels like i feel like it feels like very like formulated at first don't get me wrong we don't always do this are you <laughs> kidding me yeah but i feel like once you've practiced it a little like yeah. it does feel more natural mm-hmm. moving on to uh contempt, contempt. Mm. This is something I need to work on, but it's so the actual definition is attacking sense of self with an intent to insult or abuse. (laughs) So it's literally just hurting someone's feelings. Right. Mm. Yeah. Like rolling your eyes Mm. or scoffing or sarcasm. That's Mm. contempt. Right. And they actually I think that they say that this is like the worst of the four. (laughs) Mm. yeah oh wow yeah but i mean it makes sense if you think about it right like if you're constantly like contentful towards somebody it kind of means you don't respect them Mm -hmm. yeah and the antidote is to build a culture of appreciation so compliment them be specific i think being specific is really important because you can just be like you're nice right but if you say like oh i overheard how you handled that thing on your work call today and i think it was really great like you took you were authoritative but very also like understanding and i really i feel like this was all calculated now (laughs) no i do you're so good at it no yeah she does it a lot he really too much no (laughs) too much you're like is this there's too much appreciation um well you can go your turn you can build some appreciation. Oh, oh. <laughs> okay, so we're not moving on to defensive yet. just yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. I want this captured forever. <laughs> um. Do it. So you wanted examples? I don't want it. You just wanted to do it, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, of course. Please stop. Don't do... It's recording. Okay, okay. (laughs) (laughs) 
Anyways, I wanted to say this earlier when you were talking about how being validating is super important. And I guess, honestly, like I never like consciously thought about like, oh, somebody should be validating or like there that is like a skill that someone should have. But she's so good at being validating. Like, I don't want to detract from it, but it, like it's almost a bad thing sometimes to me. Like I'm, I, I'll be like in certain, this goes back to like the black and white versus like the gray. She's so good at being validating that sometimes I'm, I feel like things are like black and white and maybe like we we shouldn't be validating, but she's like always validating. And I think that's like super, super duper important for um, someone that wants to be a therapist. Like I think that's like probably the most important skill to have and it's just so natural for her. So it's like a really good thing. That's nice. Um, yeah. I don't yeah. know if you guys feel that way, but she, oh. she definitely is. I don't know if it's still like... Right. Well, we are in the same position in our relationships where we're dating the therapist. You know <laughs> what I mean? And so I agree with you. Like, I think it realizing like how much my boyfriend validates me, I'm starting to realize like the lack of... Like, I'm like, oh, wow. I really like can't even express words of affirmation yeah. um and yeah. building up the appreciate a culture of appreciation i think is really tough for me naturally so mm-hmm. yeah. i think it's really tough for me actually really it's like i don't want to use it as an excuse mm. but it is my like weakest strength it takes practice words of affirmation yeah. <laughs> your weakest strength my weakest strength <laughs> but it's still a strength um, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. my weakest strength yeah. is words of affirmation um and yeah it's just i i didn't know how bad i was at Zangu, validating Zangu. Oh, wow. and yeah affirming and expressing those feelings but yeah yeah, yeah. Th- the relationship i'm in now has really helped me realize that about myself mm. so Makes sense. I feel like there's a lot that I really appreciate. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah. I feel it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, but anyway, I want to just say, I, th- I think it takes... <laughs> that was so gross. Grody. Uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. I used to <laughs> be like so anti-PDA affection <laughs> to a fault, I would say, right? I really didn't want to be that couple, mm. but I don't care anymore. Like, wow. I really don't. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it's who I'm with, but I think, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, okay. The third is defensiveness. Mm-hmm. And I actually probably did this a lot, too. I think people naturally do it. You victimize yeah. yourself. and Oh, I do this a lot. Yeah. Or try, yeah. Or try to ward off any way it could possibly be your fault, you know? So, the antidote is taking responsibility. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's so good at that. Uh, yeah he is so good at that like he takes responsibility for things that i didn't even think was like his responsibility when he's really busy with work and i'm feeling like a little neglected Mm. right i feel like i don't even have like a right to feel this way because he's literally busy working like i can't be mad or angry or any kind of upset right but he can tell when i am and then he takes responsibility and he's like, it's my fault if you don't feel prioritized, you know, like, and I'm just like, what, you know, like, I feel like because well, it is no, you know, like, I'm, like, he's like, I'm doing a bad job of making you feel unprioritized. And like, I need mm-hmm. you to know, like, you are always like my top priority kind of thing. And like, it just makes me like completely 
not upset about anything anymore you know when he just says that but he like takes responsibility and it's insane but yeah oh my gosh (laughs) hey all you boyfriends out there take note honestly asar you honestly deserve an award okay (laughs) we need to get a plaque engraved like i don't need a plaque i have can we share can we share the the recent (laughs) your favorite singer right yeah she's like an artist an artist yeah. so maybe i yes, found a her singer. on tiktok you got her to give her a shout out sing a, sing a, a shout song. out she was really nice about it she even she posted a video and then she messaged and commented and that like yeah. made her day i went public for her <laughs> <laughs> i went public on ig because i was like oh maybe she'll see it you know because mm. i made a video of her singing and then like a collage of like pictures and stuff from the trip mm-hmm Lauvi Lin, you should check her out. Lauvi Lin? Uh, L-A-U-F-E-Y-L-I-N. Lauvi yeah. oh. Lin. Yeah. I think she's going to blow up, but... Okay. Yeah. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> yeah. She's going to blow up. And yes. I have a video. Personalized video. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. yeah, and what do you currently have at your home right now? A freaking... A harp. <laughs> a harp. Why do you have a harp in your apartment I know. Right because I think like a month or two into dating, I had mentioned once that I had always wanted to play the harp. It's because she plays like 11 musical instruments. And then she was like, but I've always wanted to play the harp and I never could. And it's so expensive. Yeah. This. So I never talked about it again. And then yesterday, because yesterday was my birthday. But yesterday, he freaking took me to like a harp shop. And I was like, what are we doing here? Yeah. And then um, we picked it up and we went home and he was like, yeah, your first lessons in like 30 minutes, right? And oh I was like, my oh my God. And so I had my first lesson yesterday. Okay, well, the last. <laughs> yeah, sorry, that was kind of a tangent. No, but, but the, the last. Yeah, the last um, horseman is stonewalling. And it's withdrawing to avoid conflict and convey disapproval, distance, and separation. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and so I am very like that too when I feel too stimulated i guess Mm -hmm. or just like overwhelmed i just shut down yeah Yeah. don't want to talk i don't want to do anything but the antidote to that is actually kind of along those lines and it's called physiological self-soothing and minimum 30 (gasps) i do that yeah i think i do that naturally yeah 30 Mm. minutes minimum and you don't think about it you have to Mm. bring yourself down like breathing yeah uh-huh exactly i did a lot of that at work today yeah yeah a lot but the key to this is to like like let's say if you are someone who tends to stonewall and your partner is not to let your partner in on the loop right you have to kind of say hey like i think i need like 30 minutes we can talk about it maybe in like an hour or so or like like set up a time for it to actually be resolved i hope these are things that you guys think about before getting into the arena (laughs) getting into the arena (laughs) 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 i think it's good to keep in mind or just like be aware of you know yeah 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 especially the antidotes Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah i think for me like I don't know. Just the past like couple of years. Let's just say the past like two years. Let's past two years. <laughs> um, not even like criticizing the other person. Like I feel like we need to understand what we do first. Mm. Right? Yeah. It goes back to awareness. 
because in the end at the end of the day it's just like unfair to expect this from your partner when mm. like you're not really there either mm. i don't know with when your, you don't know what you want yeah, yeah your emotional availability or just um how you operate and whatnot is very important for conflict resolution wow mm. yeah. yeah i 100 percent agree i feel like a little bit more equipped for when i get into the arena yes <laughs> cue the music yeah um but yeah thank you guys so much for sharing i actually like on my way here i was thinking about like what i would want like my goals personally for this podcast Mm -hmm. is number one we like corny but i to show accurately like how much he means to me right and because you know like that's important right but um (laughs) yeah i yeah like (laughs) i i very much love this man right here right but also number two even so and even so like this is like the best relationship i've ever been in there's still a lot of gunk (laughs) i hope i hope that was clear like that's the point yeah Yeah. like it's it's a work in progress it's Mm -hmm. for sure like always i think it's always going to be a work in progress there's always things that can be improved both like personally for each of us Mm -hmm. but also just as a relationship as like a couple there's always things that we can both be doing better for each other Mm -hmm. and for others Mm. yeah yeah we will stamp this we will will definitely stamp this yeah this was really fun yeah i really liked it yeah (laughs) yay well you guys can find us on instagram and tiktok at prugalgee.podcast on twitter at prugalgeepodcast you can find me at hannah cat h-a-n-a-k-a-t-t-t and me at bejulified b-e-j-u-l-i-f-i-e-d and we will probably not plug our social media (laughs) but go prugalgee pod go prugalgee pod yay one two three I went real deep. That was real deep. Yeah, you got some alto energy. One more time. One two three. Ooh, I couldn't decide. (laughs) (laughs) She's just fucking it up. (laughs) Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.